Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Sunday, March the 28th, 2021. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am really fired up to join you today for a very small Sunday slate, believe it or not. We have a, a showdown slate uh, of just the one game, one o'clock, which is Phoenix and Charlotte. And then we have three games this evening, all staggered out at uh, seven, nine, and 11. Uh, so we will have a three game main slate. We'll go over that, but prior to that, we will go over the showdown slate. Uh, we're putting this out early enough in the morning where hopefully a lot of our members and listeners can uh, take a, a listen before this first show get down game starts. A um, couple of things. First of all, I want to thank our presenting sponsor, betus.com.pa. Uh, it is the greatest place you can go for all of your sports wagering needs, casino, uh, sports betting, um, you know, you name it, it. They've got all of the different props and, and everything you'd want. Um, and they, we also have a great membership with them, betus.com.pa. Go there, use the promo code COACHTALK, deposit for the first time 149 and you get free couple of months here at DFS Coach Talk. You are paid and free until June 1. So <clears throat> it is still well worth it. And then you get to utilize that 149 on BetUS for whether it's NCAA games or uh, the the props, a lot of uh, our members have been smashing the prop plays because um, they're just utilizing basically the information we're working on and then translating that into some some wagers. So <clears throat> I would uh, definitely recommend that. Um, big shout out to all our new members, too, and then all our existing members. We had our first weekly meeting. We're going to do it every Saturday at noon. <clears throat> and we just had a ton of folks jump in there. It was so much fun to get to know each other. So, you know, we when we see everybody and we're interacting on Discord all the time, it's just felt wonderful to to see everybody in the same boat. You know, all of that was, uh, you know, just the team building part of it uh, is great because, as we know, we're home, you know, alone trying to get all the DFS stuff together. It can get uh, a little like you're on an island a little bit, but. When you, when you have a bunch of brothers and sisters, because we had some uh, some nice uh, uh, members from, you know, female, and we have some from out of the country with Australia, France, and Canada, and, you know, having everybody on a call where everybody gets to to chat a little bit was was a blast. So we'd love for you to become a member here at Coach Talk and, and join that community. Uh, we're having a lot of fun, and we're smashing it, too. So... Uh, yeah, yesterday was was interesting that the main slate uh, didn't start off as great, but uh, we actually had uh, crushed the after hour slate on FanDuel again. We actually had a takedown uh, and myself and one of our members, Medicated B, uh, one of our favorites, uh, we split uh, the, the one contest where first tied for first. So got to love that. I love seeing those Coach Talk badges up there. And we would certainly invite you uh, in to join us uh, also. All right, let's dive into this very first game on the slate. And it, like I, again, like I say, we'll look at this one separately because it is uh, the showdown slate. So uh, let's take a look here. It is the Phoenix Suns at 30 and 14 against the Charlotte Hornets at 23 
and 21. Right now, uh, we have Phoenix minus six, and the over-under here is 219 and a half. Again, this is a 1 p.m. Eastern game. Uh, Pace-wise, Phoenix is now second slowest. They've been slow all year, but they're getting slower, and they're playing better defense. Uh, they uh, are up to sixth on defense. So they do put the clamps on you. We haven't been playing a lot of Phoenix games because they've shared the ball and they play good D and they play slow. So, you know, this time we can't avoid it because it's a showdown slate. So we're going to figure out the best plays. On the Charlotte side, uh, you've got uh, 15th pace, so in the middle of the pack, and their defense is down to 22. So not really where they want to be with this. They're still over 500. Uh, they pulled out a game the other night. But, you know, definitely some cause for concern there, uh, especially now that they've lost LaMelo probably for the year. Um, Injury-wise in this game, uh, Nader is out. And then for Charlotte, Monk and Washington are both probable. So um, right now, the probable starting lineups for Phoenix are Paul, Booker, Bridges, Crowder, and Aiton. And for the Hornets, it's Graham, Rozier, Hayward, P.J. Washington, and Biombo. That's what uh, is listed now uh, with uh, Zeller possibly being unavailable. I didn't have him on the injury list, um, but I believe he did miss the last game and is expected to miss this game. Uh, we, I'll double-check that for sure, but that's uh, what I'm seeing here. So, interesting game. You know, you know, where do you go here? What do you count on? Uh you know, I think as far as Phoenix, obviously the, the big three are always your first choices. Chris Paul, uh, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Ayton. Um, not a big Ayton fan at all. I really not. I don't think he plays hard in stretches. But I think, you know, why uh, mess around here on a, on a slate where you got the one game to work with? You know, I, I know Terry Rozier's a decent defender, but Devontae Graham is not. And when Monk comes in, he's playing a lot. He's not a good defender either. So I'm just going to just dive right in and go Chris Paul and Devin Booker as my top two guys from this game. Uh, just roll them out there. Hopefully Charlotte keeps it close enough. Again, the spread's only six, so you would assume they should. Uh, and those, those are going to be the two key guys uh, on that side of the ball. Then on the Charlotte side, uh, you know, Mikhail Bridges is a good defender, but Gordon, Gordon Hayward has run into some really tough defenders lately. I think Mikhail is just a shade below some of the guys he's recently played. So I'm, I'm interested in Hayward here. Um, you know, and then from the secondary spot, I think P.J. Washington, if he does play with no restrictions, and he is probable, I think, unfortunately, I'm going to have to, you know, dial up PJ here because I think uh, with them being shorthanded at center, he's going to get power forward and center run. His price is decent. And, uh, you know, again, I, I do not love this game on my one to five crown slate. This is like a two and a half. So, you know, I will be going lighter than even the coach talk process percentage tells me on this game. But I'm going to try to stay confident. Some, I've taken stuff down when I felt like that about certain slates. Different than the, the night slate, the three games tonight I really like. So anyway, for me, my build's going to initially be Paul Booker, 
Hayward. Those are going to be one, two, three. Then PJ Washington because he's a decent price. My final decision is going to have to be based on salary and you know sight. So that's where I will fill in whoever uh, makes the the salary work that I feel is going to get some decent run, whether it be Jay Crowder, um, whether it be uh, Malik Monk. Those would be the first two that jump out at me. Devontae Graham's price went up a little bit, so I, I doubt I'll go there. I'm not going to go inside to eight, and again, you can't afford all the expensive guys. So that's how I'm going to look at that game. Uh, not real confident in the, the the matchup itself, but you know we're going to go after it and see what we can do, and I hope that gives you uh, a decent base to your build. All right, let's attack this three-game main slate, because I think there's a lot of money to be made here. There's certainly some news that we need that is going to shift uh, this this main slate, but uh, right now we've got uh, Portland and Toronto. Uh, the players that Toronto got uh, uh, looks like hopefully some of them will play, and uh, you know we'll see who's going to be in and out. But uh, there there is some players that moved around. Uh, Gary Trent being one of them, and Rodney Hood, uh, and I think both will play. Um, it is a pick'em game, and it's 228, so it's the highest total of the three, barely, but it is. It's high, uh, 228 and 227, and the last game to 208. So really the two games to focus on, not just because of the lines, but that helps, uh, but the matchups. Uh, you've got uh, 21st pace for Portland and 13th for Toronto, so not the fastest pace game, but, but good enough that uh, you know, these teams still are going to be very relevant. The thing that helps is Portland's now in the blower half uh, defensively dropping to 16, and uh, Toronto has just somehow gone on this epic defensive plummet. They're uh, all the way down to 29th, and they were like 17th not that long ago, but they have just been getting uh, eviscerated on the, the defensive side. People are scoring a bunch on them. And, you know, Portland is very potent, and this uh, this could be uh, a difficult game, but it is a pick'em game, so it should should be prime for, for the stacking. I know I'm going to have decent exposure here. The piece of news that we need to know, again, that changes everything, is Lillard. He's questionable. Um, I'm hoping he plays, but we, we, don't, we really don't have that information. That's something you're going to want to follow us. Hopefully you jump in as a member. You can be in our Discord, and we'll get that info, and uh, put, lock in all that information. Uh, if not, try to catch us on Twitter. Uh, we do post a lot of, of that information on there also. Um, I'm at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I, and Andrew is at Language Olympic. So uh, the other injuries, Nazir Little for Portland is out, and then Watson and Bembry are out for Toronto. The uh, Right now, probable lineups for the 27 and 18 Trailblazers are Lillard McCullum, if Lillard plays. Uh, Norman Powell, what a great pickup for them, man. That dude can score. And then Covington and Nurkic. Nurkic is back. Uh, he started last night, and they're going to bring uh, our man uh, Ennis Cantor off the bench. Um, and then for Toronto, it looks like Lowry Van Vliet, Trent, Ananobi and Siakam. 
So that's going to be their main run. They'll obviously bring uh, playing small with Siakam at center, which I don't know how much of that's going to work uh, against the likes of Nurkic and uh, Cantor. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, you know, they, they still have uh, Baines off the bench. They still have uh, uh, Boucher that comes in and, and does a lot. Um, you know, so they're, they're, you know, their depth is decent. Uh, as far as this game goes, I de- like I said, I definitely want exposure here. I think it's a, it's a really uh, nice spot for some of these teams. Um, if Lillard plays and he doesn't have a minutes restriction, I think he's, you know, obviously the, the best play out of this game. And I think he's a, a true pay-up potential guy on a slate that doesn't have a whole lot of pay-up guys. So uh, I'd love to go Lillard and, and Lowry on the other side. I think Lowry... Uh, now that things have settled down, he realizes he's not traded. <clears throat> he's had a few days for that to settle in. I think he falls right into a, a really nice spot uh, play here. Um, the amazing thing is we get Powell versus Trent, and they'll probably play each other to start, the two guys that were just traded for each other. So I don't know how you can't love that narrative, but – if it's not going to be, I can outdo you, you can outdo me, blah, 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 back and forth. I like both guys. I, you know, I'll, I'll dive right into that narrative and say, yes, you know, let, let's see these guys trying to show up that, you know, the other team made a mistake by letting them go and and trading them. So uh, I'm all over that narrative. I like both of them. It's a good situation. Um, And, and I think they're going to steal the spotlight from generally the second two bananas on these teams, which are McCullum and Van Vliet. I think I'm going to skip by those. So uh, my 2v2, it might not be any horsing around here. It could be Lillard, Powell, Lowry, Trent, and let's roll this ball out and see what happens. So uh, definitely like this game. Uh, not crazy about the bigs. Uh, really feel strong about the guards. So I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. All right, uh, we've got two games left. Real quickly, want to mention, uh, you can join DFS Coach Talk if you want to try us out with a three-day pass. It's only $10. We also have a fantastic uh, uh, all-access pass for seven months that runs from um, April 1st till November 1st. It runs in unison with the baseball schedule. So, that is available. You can purchase that or it can be done in two payments. Those options are on our website, uh, dfscoachtalk.com. Just go to the members page. And then, uh, you know, the, the other thing we want to say is we have mul- multiple memberships, whether it be day, week, month, annual. We have the, the BetUS, the, this baseball time frame deal. And the, the biggest point I need to make here, and, I, you know, we're going to actually change the name of some of these uh offers because it makes it sound like you only get that one sport so for like the guys that are signing up for this quote unquote baseball package they're feeling because other providers only you pay for that sport you get that sport only with coach talk we just don't believe in that we want to develop the entire family of you know how you can play and sustain and not only sustain but have consistent growth in your bankroll by playing the four main sports. We focus on the NFL, MLB, NBA, and PGA. That's where we're gonna focus. We put all of our time and energy, huge preparation, and get you know get those ready to just crush. And we give 
full lineups FanDuel and Yahoo, a really cool uh, clipboard on DraftKings that gives you a highlighted core and several other uh, to choose from. So, and again, you know, if there's all the sports going on at the same time, like next week we will have prime NBA, prime PGA, and, and prime MLB. You get all of that with whatever membership you purchase with Coach Talk. It is the best deal in the business, and we have some of the best pros and can't wait to get after it with you. So uh, check us out on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. If, uh, if you have any questions uh, and you go to our website, there is a, a questions page that shoots the information right to us. If you do sign up for that BetUS deal by contacting them, uh, or getting online at betus.com.pa, use that promo code COACHTALK, all one word. And once you make that deposit, just shoot us a tweet at DFS Coach Talk. We will confirm that and get you in our Discord in a matter of minutes. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, we're going to dive into these last two. We have a 9 p.m. game. Uh, so the we have the early game that sits alone. Then we have that 7 o'clock Portland-Toronto uh, game. This is Eastern time. And then the nine o'clock game, again, they're staggered, is Atlanta at Denver. Denver minus four and a half, over under 227. Uh, pace here, not good. That's my concern. Uh, even though it's almost the highest on the board over under, it's only one point below the last game. But Atlanta's 23rd and Denver is last. So we know they're playing, uh, setting it up for Joker and a half court set. Uh, but defense is is helps Atlanta's uh, 18th, but they have played fantastic defense. So put a circle around that. They've been in the top five since uh, Nate McMillan took over as coach. I think there's something like eight and one or something like that also. But their defense went from uh, mid 20s uh, and it's moving up. So it's it's up to. Uh, 18th, which again, it's moved about six, seven spots. And uh, since in the last maybe 10 games, uh, they're playing a top 5D. So be aware of that. Um, and then uh, Denver's 20th on defense. Uh, the only piece of news here that uh, of importance is uh, DeAndre Hunter is, uh, came back, but now he's questionable the last two games. He did sit out the last one. And that matters for the sense it does change that rotation with Snell and company. So, uh, all right, let's take a look at this. The probable starters for the 23 and 22 Hawks are Trey Young, Mr. Bogdanovich, known as Andrew's favorite all-time NBA basketball player, Tony Snell, John Collins, and Clint Capella. For the 27 and 18 Fighting Joe Stanton Denver Nuggets, We've got Jamal Murray, Will Barton, Michael Porter, Paul Millsap, and the Joker. Now, Aaron Gordon, is he going to play? He's listed as questionable right now. Really be cool to see him in there. I hope he, he suits up and can get out there. Same thing with JaVale McGee, uh, their bat, new backup center. They traded Hartenstein. They have uh, uh, JaVale McGee. So, you know, are those guys going to play how much minutes? We don't know yet because uh, they haven't gotten in the rotation and that news hasn't dropped. So you want to pay attention there because, you know, Aaron Gordon, certainly something to consider uh, based on, you know, how much run he's going to get. He seems fully recovered from that ankle, had a 
couple of big minutes games in Orlando before he was traded. Um, all right, so numbers wise here, um, you know, I, I prefer to go up to Lillard and Lowry rather than Trey Young in this game, basically just because it's the biggest pace down uh, that Denver, or I'm sorry, that Atlanta could have with Denver being now the, even slower than the Knicks. So uh, I'm not going to go with Trey Young. I will consider Andrews, uh, he's the agent for Bogdanovich, so I have to check with Andrew, make sure that Bogdanovich is fired up for this game. But he's he's replaced Herter in the starting lineup as of now, and that really elevates him. So uh, he's in play with his price being okay. I think you have to consider him. Um, after that, you know, John Collins... Uh, is a decent play, but I think it does, uh, you know, help Nuggets not to just have Millsap on them, but to have an Aaron Gordon on them. And they should stay fresh uh, with, you know, uh, flopping minutes there. Um, And then Clint Capella, he's going to be needed to guard the Joker. So I don't believe like normal, uh, they'll play Capella off the floor, which seems to happen 50% of the time, you know, he plays well, he rebounds well, he's a good producer of DFS minutes and points, but a lot of times, you know, they play him off the floor, other team goes small, Collins shifts to center, and that's that. So I don't see that happening here with the Joker. I think uh, Capella's got his work cut out for him. I think he gets a lot of minutes, and I like the potential of him. I have not rostered him in a long time. Uh, I think this is the spot where he could do well. Um, you know, I, I sense like a 15 to 18 rebound kind of game for him uh, because of the additional minutes. If he stays out of foul trouble, now he's going to be guarding the Joker. So, you know, that is what it is. And he could get in foul trouble, but we're going to cross our fingers and hope he gets a good run there. Um, Jamal Murray's price is fair enough, but you already know, you know, my thoughts on the point guard position today. Will Barton, he keeps going up in price a little, but he keeps making value. So he's always in consideration here. Uh, We'll fit him in if uh, I can afford not having to pay down further in that spot. Michael Porter, same exact thing. You know, in play here, uh, think that he's dangerous, but, you know, Tony Snell defense is for real. And if, you know, if he's going to get the start and be okay now, that that knocks Porter down a notch because that that should be the matchup there. Uh, Millsap too inconsistent for me right now, especially with Gordon in town, and then of course the Joker. You know, can I afford to pay up for the Joker? You know, uh, I might be able to based on the Orlando um, value, but some of those prices got adjusted, so it's going to be a bit of a guessing game. You got to keep uh, the Joker in mind. If I can use him at center, he would be my first choice. I don't want to dive down just on this three-game uh, main slate and really dumpster dive uh, just to jam him in because you can't afford a guy uh, or two that gets you know 14 fantasy points or 12. You're you're dead in the water. So uh, it would be the Joker if I can fit him with with some of the the value in the next game. If not, I think I would ratchet it back and go to Capella. All right, last game on the slate. It is super low scoring. This is the one I'm not as crazy about, except for you know just those Orlando value plays, really. 
Lakers are all priced up now that the fact that LeBron and AD are out for a while. So uh, they jacked up, you know, all these guys, Schroeder, Kuzma, uh, even Morris. These guys are all much more pricey. Um, uh, right now, the Lakers are a seven-point favorite in this game because Orlando's got a G League team and, you know, the and one league or whatever, the one that has the, the three, is it three on three, whatever? It's, I think some of those guys are on this team. Anyway, it's uh, only a 208 number, which is bad. You don't see a lot of those anymore right now. Pace, 19 for Orlando, 17 for the Lakers. So that's not anything to get excited about. Orlando's D is 19th, and I'm sure that will plummet into the mid to lower 20s uh, once the fact that they traded all their players away uh, and, you know, these teams are going to get smoked a little bit. And the Lakers are still somehow hanging on to first. I can't imagine that's going to last much longer, but they are slowing down their games, and I think Vogel's strategy is shorten games. We don't have any of, you know, our top two stars we're going to try to shorten games, keep the low the score lower so that we have a better propensity to win. And I don't think the strategy is bad, but it is bad for DFS players because, you know, that, that means less possessions, less points. And you start getting lower by five, six possessions, uh, you know, it starts having a massive impact. All right. Uh, let's talk about the Lakers first because that's easy for me. I just i am not interested. I, I don't like spending up for these guys that I think. Uh, really don't deserve to be there as far as their pricing. So not thrilled uh, with them. Looks like the Lakers are going to sign Andre Drummond, which would be very interesting. I think he'd help them immensely because uh, poor Gasol there, who's penciled in to start, uh, it just has not, uh, you know, had had it anymore. I think he's he's a bit, his body's about ready to retire here, but uh, you know, let's see if Drummond comes to town and what kind of impact he'll make uh, this week. All right, uh, Orlando's 15 and 30, and their probable lineup is Randall, Bacon, Ennis, Okiki, and Birch. That's they started their last game. Uh, then they came off uh, the bench uh, with Michael Carter Williams. He played more of the point than Randall, so there is some split there. Uh, and then, you know, Terrence Ross, who uh, is the only injury listed for this game. He's questionable. If Ross plays without restrictions, he's a good play because he's the only guy that really is going to shoot the ball a lot. So you got to look at him right away and, and, and look at that possibility. Um, Ken Birch had a great game. Uh, you know, he's certainly in play. Chuma Okiki, who I, I figured would get a lot of this usage. He did jump up and scoop the usage. Um, the other two guys were just okay, Bacon and Ennis. Uh, you know, they got in there and mixed it up. They were sort of the third and fourth option, but, you know, at least they were in that first group. Um, I think some of that changes if Ross is back for sure, and then some of that also shrinks and shrinks if Michael Carter-Williams is able to play full minutes and not uh, come in and out with injuries like he did the last game. So, not as much of a slam dunk as the other day, but, you know, the price is right for Okiki Birch um, and possibly either Bacon or Ennis. Not excited about Chase and Randall, though, but I do like, uh, you know, those guys. And I can see myself having a good two, maybe even three players from the Orlando side. 
Lakers, like I said, not interested there. 29 and 17th, Schroeder, Caldwell Pope, Kuzma Morris, and Gasol. And, uh, you know, they're using a decent amount of bench to try to keep everybody active and and try to get uh, some wins. They're down at 29 and 17. So uh, definitely some rough roads ahead this next month or Maybe they get Davis back uh, much sooner than than LeBron, and they can maintain. So, all right, that is it. We really short uh, slate. It feels weird. We've had so many nine, ten, eleven game slates. You know, to have uh, a showdown one game and then a three get three game uh, slate where there's just not that much action here. I like it though. I mean, there's spots. We don't have to you know, kill ourselves to pay up for all these big name guys. Uh, you know, there's no Hardens and Lucas and stuff on this uh, uh, slate, but we do have the Joker and we do have Lillard and those are probably the two best targets and will be the two highest price pay up guys. But I think if you mix them in with the right combination of guys, uh, you know, I really like uh, some of the Orlando value. And I again, this Powell Trent thing, I think, is going to be something. And, uh, you know, I, I see a, a possible nice game coming from Chris Paul, uh, also Lillard and Lowry. So we got a lot of guards. It's nice where you can stack them on DraftKings and on Yahoo. We'll have to be a little bit more specific with narrowing a few of these uh, guys down on, uh, on uh, FanDuel. So that is it. I uh, really appreciate everyone. I hope you, you crush it today. Enjoy the NCAA games. Again, big shout out to all of our members at Coach Talk. I mean, we had such an awesome meeting. It's such a, uh, I feel so honored and blessed to just be part of this group. And, uh, you know, our whole team is absolutely amazing as well. Um, you know, Andrew Hansen, who's uh, really my business partner in this and just uh, keeps me focused on what we got to do and how we got to do it. He is tremendous. Uh, you know, we couldn't do it without all the Brett, the the uh, behind the scenes stuff with Brett Trimble. Joe Stanton has taken a huge role in the company, as has Tyler Pitzer, Dawson Sarvati. Um, you know, it just the group uh, has been terrific, and really, really count on all of them. Uh, you know, to get it done. Our newest. Uh, member to the team that's our pro for baseball, Josh Davis, really put us over the top for just quality. And uh, that's what we do here. You know, we we focus on the four main sports. We get the most quality people, the best content, the top-notch podcasts, and putting out really high percentage winning lineups. So love to have you join us. I appreciate you listening to the pod today. Uh, nice thing is tomorrow for the uh, this week, I'll be back in here with Andrew Hansen. Uh, the schedule this week, uh, Andrew and I will be on there together on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Then Andrew uh, takes the solo uh, on Thursday. We're back together on Friday, and then I'm your weekend guy. So that's the schedule coming up. Uh, we have baseball mixing in this week, so it's going to be fun. And then we're not this week, but then next week is the Masters for our PGA coverage, which is always like one of my favorite events of the year. So uh, enjoyed it. Thank you. Appreciate you, everybody. And we will catch you again tomorrow when we look to crush it in DFS.